March 15, 2021. It's a lot from Pedro's show.
For Pedro Show, happy Ides of March. I think in the old days that meant metal, but now we know it is when Caesar got the bum rush on the steps. That too, Brute. Start off the show, John Coltrane, time after time. This is much before the Sydney Lauper one, okay. Duodecimal system after that, with brand new lawn care. And Brother Matt at the Love Grotto on the Pleasure Point, a couple miles south of here, because. Still in quite quarantino mode, but I'm not totally man alone because those software engineers in Estonia with their Skype invention. I got Miss Melvis John, the duodecimal system with me from Chicago. 
No, Cleveland. Cleveland. From Cleveland. Yeah, Cleveland. well, it's the C, you know. Yeah. <laughs> Even though it's pronounced like <laughs> somebody's got sounds over there. Even though it's got sound like a K. It's my it's my mini theremin. Yeah. <laughs> oh, we later in the show I'm gonna play some fucking uh, Claire Rockmore. There you go. She was one of the big proteges of that cat who invented that. Who has an interesting story, right? He was in the gulag and working for the KGB. Kind oh of yeah. Shit. But anyway, let's let's talk about your new record. When was it recorded? Oh boy, throughout probably I well, think obviously over the last two years, right? Two years. It took us a while. To yeah, do there's that. some old stuff on there, and and so I I did all the the mixing uh, here in my basement, and that took a while. I mean, obviously uh, I'm not a, a a good engineer when it comes to that stuff, so trial and error, and uh, I and I and Miss Melvis was best satisfied until I had it perfect. <laughs> well, we had more songs on there, but a couple of them, you know, since that time had passed, it just, they didn't seem as good as they were lately, you know, so we left them off. For next time, maybe. And what, if you're not good at that kind of stuff, engineering, John, what are you good at? I uh, I, I, I play the drums, and that's, that's, that's pretty much my... Uh, my peak uh, skill, and then after that, I, I I love electronic music, so I've got a bunch of synths and and drum machines here that I I incorporate into our music, and then uh, um, after that, then I like working in the studio. And uh, but I'm, I I I really I, I have a, I have a hard time with uh, EQ and, and compression. That I, I still I'm still I use a lot of I watch a lot of YouTube videos to get me through those little uh, patches like that. Well, I say trust your ears because I think this sounds pretty fucking good. Well, that is awesome. Then I'm then I'm I'm on the right path. Okay, so you know if you can do your drums and your synth as well as you did mixing on this fucking, you know, mm -hmm. let the freak flag fly, John. <laughs> well, he also didn't mention Mike that he he composes quite a few of the songs. So there's that. Okay, uh, uh, yeah, kudos on that front too. And, and, and I'll say, I, if I could uh, do a shout out to my favorite. Digital audio workstation. My favorite is Ableton, which is a, a, a really much made for like electronic musicians more than anything else. But uh, I think, I think it, it, it's adapted pretty well to to what we have. We're we're kind of like in we cross both uh, both sides of that issue, uh, real rock and then electronics as well. And I'm trying to we're trying to fuse that all together so it sounds <laughs> sounds cool. At the end of the day, it's sound coming out of speakers. So yep. for me, it ain't that important how it originates. <laughs> Agreed. Yeah, Remember, I, I, I learned a lesson from the Wizard of Oz. Pay no attention to that man behind the curtain. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. No, that's, that's true. Not the book, but the movie version. I want to play yeah. Sin here.
Pedro Show. Yeah, started that chunk of music off with Sin from the Dual Decibel System. Brand new album. To back after that with his new album out of Pittsburgh. Dianetics Jr. is the tune. Barry Burko Band with Heirloom Grain from his big piece he just put out. He did the whole fucking thing. You're talking about you're in a software Ableton environment world. Uh, Barry Burko made this whole fucking piece on a leash, right? The garage band that comes on the Smart leash. Yeah, a virtual, what do you call those, instruments? Andy Kerr after that, uh, out of the Netherlands, with when I see Sting, he might be talking about the bass player. Obama's Prendon, D.C. area, with Segway to Joy. Hands Rotten from Switzerland, with Shadow of Us. Devil Hoof, which is the prac name for Devin Hoff, with, uh, and it's Toons Cameron. He's got a drummer there. From Pedro, I think, Matt Chamberlain or somebody. Uh, part six of Quarantina, Lisbon, it's called. Joe uh, Cardamone, he's got this whole piece on the current sitch. And Igan Thirst, uh, about five years ago, jamming it, Ixpad, Miami. And Bettenizer Bet out of uh, Barcelona, right. Hallelujah. And finally, Duodecimal System with Nepturian Eyes. So, Ms. Melvis, you're saying John does a lot of the composing. What is the process? Are there demos involved? Well, uh, what, what ends up happening is uh, the ones that John composes, he pretty much presents to me. And we just, we, I try to put words to a guitar, you know, whatever we got. And then um, even with my songs, we'll end up back here in John's studio and start, you know, flushing them out on the computer to get it sort of on the grid, you know. 
Well, when he shows you, does he like play the drum part or, or does he put together a little piece, you know? He has it all ready to go. Yeah, okay, he has okay. the, the, the computer parts, the programming, sure, the drums. Sure. So he, he does kind of make a demo for you. Pretty much. Yeah. yeah, I guess you could call it that's that. That's what I, yeah. I call I told it. This is the working. Uh, well, that, I think that's the way it is nowadays, that demos actually become the backbone of the fucking tune, right? Yeah, why not? Oh, yeah. yeah. Why no, not? I, yeah. I, no, I, I, you know, it, I just love this idea. I try to encourage it because things are more econo nowadays, and there doesn't have to be this gap between musicians and the people who capture it. Uh, you know what I mean? It's like in the old days of only f three or four people knew how to write, and everybody had to go tell their stories to these guys who knew how to write. <laughs> right. Exactly. Okay. Yeah. And so this is, uh, uh, that's why I'm interested in the process. I want other music people to hear about this because it ain't such a tough thing, right? No. I mean, no. the tough part, it's... I think the tough part nowadays is being creative, right? And and putting a lot of emotion. The, the, all the stuff that, before we had a, uh, a lot of bones and shit. Don't have to worry about that as much anymore. We can get at the, the core of expression, which is creativity. Right. And then the songs I compose, usually John thinks they sound like folk songs originally. But I say, hey, go put what you need to put on this to make it uh, what we do. So, well, um, Malvis, what do you do? Do you, play, do you play them for them on your guitar? Or do you make yourself your little demos? I do not. I just play them on the guitar. And no, that's not it. true. She does send me demos. She she records them in her living room. Her playing acoustic guitar on her uh, little on, uh, my phone. on her phone, and then she she like texts a, like a voice memo. Exactly. Right. She texts that to me. So so we both share demos with each other, and then and then and then when we, and then when we get together in her basement to rehearse, we kind of start working it out there. You know, and you know, playing playing the stuff live. And then from there, um, then I, I take I get the uh, uh, arrangement and I fine tune it in my basement and and she helps out with that as well when it, and for with input and then the songs crafted from there and then we start playing it live. Oh, you mean you you don't play it live before? No, we, we do, but it's remember it's it's it's, it's like oh, it's still being informed. Yeah, yeah, bits and pieces, but fi the final once it's all finished and we're satisfied, okay, it's, this is how long it's going to be. There's this many choruses that are, you're going to have three or four verses, whatever, a bridge, a couple of bridges, and and, uh, and then find uh, agree on all that, and and then take it from there. And, and like we have to decide on the, the appropriate tempo, um, all that stuff. But but playing things in front of people before you put them to whatever ones and zeros, that's a good thing, huh? Well, good point, Mike, because I always want to play them as soon as we write them, <laughs> but John won't let me. <laughs> well, no, that's, that's uh, we did that the other, uh, uh, was it last week or the week before? We had uh, <laughs> our uh, um, release uh, event, and we had it at an art gallery in Cleveland, and, uh, at, at, and we brought, and we streamed it live uh, for about an hour, and then after that, the, the, the folks that were there, our friends, uh, we played some of our new stuff, and some of the stuff that we played is unfinished, so we wanted to kind of test it that way. So you're right that it's doing that doing that is not a bad idea. Now I'm telling you my own experience. You know, you go and you make the album, then you tour it, tour it, tour it, and man, does it sound better? Yeah. <laughs> you, never, you know what I mean? You never get the chance. Fuck, in the old days, usually the album even missed the tour, but let alone you get to play gigs with it. Uh, I, so that's why I asked your opinion on that. There, there's just something about like testing it out in front of uh, live people. Uh, we're at the end of the first hour.
March 15, 2021. Special guest, dual decimal system. Full time for hour two. March 15, 2021. Second hour of the Life of Pedro show.
show start off the second hour with dual decibel system from their new album doing anything but blue ben salter tasmania high resolution magor from uh i'm just gonna spell it two zzex huh? <laughs> morty from poland with homo stated and then love your mother from duo decibel system yeah so uh like i said it's good sounds and this was done totally in your own pad, in your basement, John. This is true. So obviously we saved a lot of money. Uh, not, and, and, I, and, and 
you know, is getting it right is just by simply do, getting there and doing it and, and, and learning from your mistakes as you go along. And that's why it took two years. Uh, we just kind of we wanted to get make sure that we were both completely satisfied with the levels and all that stuff. So I thought it uh, I thought it came out okay, I, and I'm glad that you feel the same way, Mike. Yeah, I appreciate it. Sounds that. really good, and it's sort of like the fanzine ethic. You got nothing in between, right? There's no filter, no middleman. Right. Exactly. Yeah. Well, so yeah. why not extend those kind of things to other stuff? This old days of yeah, you know, the Rudy Von Gelder. He records that. I remember reading this thing. Charlie Mingus says, man, he changes your sound. I think Rudy Van Gelder's records are pretty good. But you see you see what it is like that? Musicians can be particular. And oh, yeah. so why not oh. get more in charge of a, a stuff like that? Uh, so how, how recent were a lot of these songs? Were the, Did you have to go back or did you write a lot right for this record during the two years? So, yeah, I was going to say, so the oldest songs uh, are Anything But Blue and Love Your Mother. Those go back to at least 2017 when we start, started writing them. In fact, uh, Anything But Blue, I wrote that, that it, it came from a bass line, and I did it on, on uh, my iPad in, in GarageBand and then transferred it to, to my, uh, my, my, my Mac. But I, I did that uh, in a lobby of a hotel I, during lunchtime, and just wrote and, and kind of had that the, the the skeleton of the song there, and that was back in 2017 when I was working downtown in uh, mm-hmm. Cleveland, and 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 then the most recent song on the CD or on that CD, whatever it is, we uh, don't know what to call it. What album, is, album. Is it album. album? Yeah, is it sin? Because an album is like a collection of things, so it's not yeah. really being all. Uh, pinpointing on the medium, right? It's just a collection of things. So I think album is the same. Yeah. yeah. Oh, good. Yeah. Um, but yeah, Sin was um, fairly recent. I'd say in the last year, or two years maybe. Yes. Two years. But we also had three other songs we planned to put on it, but right. I wasn't they happy with how they it, sounded. Right. So they might come on the forward project. You know, oh. uh, here's an example, Miss Melvis. The photo album, right? There used to be these books you got where you put your pictures in. Right. I they, remember. They were called photo albums. Right. It's just, so I think album's a safe word. Because you don't have okay, to worry good. about it. Yeah, record, record scary. Yeah. <laughs> right, right. Yeah. Okay. But, um, yeah, but we have a whole bunch in the can now. We have about, you know, I'd say eight new songs plus the three that didn't make it on the record. So... We have a lot going on, you know. Yeah, keep this writing. just came out. This just came out, so let's give people a chance. Yeah, give this chance. I'm going to play Grace. Okay.
つからもなかなか見つからないたくさんの同じような家に着く今高台建てで階段登るより登ってくる雰囲気だけです中を見ると空っぽ高台から下のぞくといける嘘がおかしいドイヤ山荘みたい金属製のものだけがのうグラッテンや
Why the Pedro show? We heard Grace from the new dual decibel system. We're talking about in the old days, people, how you could tell how a band, their first album, they played a lot of gigs for those tunes. And then records after that, you could tell they were writing in the studio. And no, no, no proving ground. No uh, Petri dish. The Hatch. Okay, my, my buddy Nez from Ireland, he's been living in Hokkaido, the Northern Island, Japan, the last 10, 12 years. And um, he's been sending me music from over there. And so I played a bunch of this stuff after uh, Grace. I played The Hatch with Madame Bonjaski, Car Thief School with Kinda Nick Cozen, Bang Wang with Haka. Haka's a graveyard, I know that. Nongo Numa, Guilty from Slang, and then some more duodecimal system, Cows. Kind of a reggae. You know, you got a big bottom uh, sound uh, uh, with your mixing, John. And uh, yeah, are the drums, are, are they tunable? Are there, are there what? Like the drums? MIDI drums, yeah, where you can, because I found using electronic drums, when you tune them to the bass, man, does shit get tight. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, so that's a good question. So what I did, I laid I laid down uh, an acoustic track of all uh, real drums, and then I, I, I went back and, and added a layer of MIDI drums and just kind of blended it really finely in there, with, with the, and then and then made, made sure everything was tight with the bass, and... Uh, uh, and that's how I, I thought it had a nice full sound at that point. Yeah, yeah. I mean, because there's a MIDI instruction, right? They can give you the the old days, right? Uh, I remember with my first opera with uh, Steve Hodges having to tune the drums, you know? Right. So, to, okay, this song is in, uh, you know, mainly the whole, because it was a big piece. It was kind of all in D7 stuff. But to... Tune it, you know, by listening, right, and twisting those little knobs in the lugs. Oh, man. And then George Hurley, we were doing some benefit for a Moto record, and uh, he brought these, elect with Steve Perkins played steel drum. Well, they got little notes written right in there. But yeah. George, you could just turn the knobs. And I yeah. couldn't believe how tight it got, man. Oh, my God. There's yeah. something about, because the notes last so short on drums, you don't really think they have a pitch, but they do. They do. They're, they're a note. That's a note. Um, in fact, um, I play, uh, I, I've got like about eight different kits, but uh, DW drums, uh, they actually, on the shell, they have the note that that shell, that shell is pitched at. Right, uh, resonant. Written right in there. So, and you can tune tune by that. Right. And then right. it becomes a, a beautiful sound at that point. It just rings out the hell. I love, I love, I love drums that resonate and, uh, and, and, Fill, fill, the, fill the, the grooves and the crevices of the song. Yeah, now, you know, when people give me stuff to put bass on and they give me drums, uh, sometimes that's first, right? Nothing else. So I'll pick the key, what sounds good to those drums. Yeah. Yeah, I've gotten more and more sensitive to that kind of shit where I think when I was more younger, I couldn't, I couldn't, I, I was oblivious to that. But uh, it's, it's interesting. And I heard that with your stuff here. That's why I said, I think you did a really good job with this. Thank you. Appreciate it. Absolutely. And, uh, now something over two years, how do you keep the mixes consistent? You know what I mean? 
That's a good mm-hmm. question. Because at, at the end of the day, it's one piece, right? It's one album. So you don't right, want to be I, jumping all over the fucking place, right? No, I'm, I'm, but I, during the process, I'm reviewing, uh, going back and, and, and making sure that, that this level is is consistent throughout the, all the songs. And when I say this level, maybe the, the bass and, and, and the snares and, and, think, and just little items like that, uh, making sure that they're, they're consistent. But... At the same time, each song has has its own uh, unique Absolutely. sound style. So yeah. um, it's it, it's it, it's it's case by case, but 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 yet it requires some review as we go along. But because two years is a long time, and you right. and you and you can like get off track. Well, they weren't all sitting on there for two years, but and I had a little role in the mixing. Well, I was going to say having another pair of ears like Ms. Melvis to get some perspective, right, John? Oh, yes. I had I had it had to be that. Yeah. Yes. In fact, she pointed out stuff that I didn't. I didn't notice. So oh, I end up hearing the littlest thing. And well, um, it's like kibitzing with chess, right? You walk over, there's the move. <laughs> These guys have been so much into the game, right? Exactly. The, mm-hmm. the, the yeah. forest for the trees kind of thing, right? Oh, sure. And it's real important that we keep that bass and that drum sound you mentioned big. Because um, when we play live, that's what people hear. It's just this is big, you know. Well, well, not just talk. hear, not just hear, but feel. Oh, you're true, true. Feel, yes. Tell them what... what how I sneak stuff in every now and then. You open oh, John's drum set is growing and growing in my basement. Every day there's a new uh, component. <laughs> no, no, I, was, I, was, I was talking about the, the sound. Oh, yes. So we'll go through a mix and I'll think it's good and he'll I'll find something that wasn't there and it turns out he added it in later. After the... And, you know, because I'm always discovering new sounds. I'm like, this would be cool here. But... Uh, uh, I bust him I don't tell her, so... <laughs> Okay, so yeah, okay, a little chicanery. <laughs> there is definitely some chicanery going on in what I, how I perceive the smell. He can't pull a fast one on me. Well, you know that kind of stuff. You know, it's like spice, right? You don't want to put too much salt and make it a big, ugh, right? But then a little bit might help. True. Yeah, but that's the extra set of ears. That's so bitchy, especially fresh ears. Mm-hmm. But when you think it's finished and suddenly it's different, that's when things get a little Yeah, tested. yeah, yeah, yeah. That's, that's why they painted lines on the road so you don't run into the dude going the other way. Right. <laughs> We're at the end of the second hour, March 15, 2021, Dish Wap Pedro Show, special guest, Duo Decimal System, hang tight for hour three. March 15, 2021, it's the third hour of the Wap from Pedro Show.
Watch for Pedro Show. Third hour started off with Broken Bones. Dual decimal system. This is not a skateboarding anthem, people. Rob was superimposed in his own myth making. The Crane, Dick Edgemont Trio with Last Call. Then Claire Rockmore, Nocturne and C Sharp Minor. Uh, Nielsen. Ah, here's some more stuff out of Barcelona. And uh, Milo. This cat there uh, with the studio mastering lab. Nielsen. The world went out of tune with itself. And then Mechanica Classica Columnas de Agua. Uh, finally, Duodecimal System with Rooftop Garden. Now, I'm, I'm imagining an actual rooftop garden. Oh, you are? Okay. <laughs> Am I too far off the mark? I mean, when do the titles come? Um pretty much from a line in the song that I think is prevalent. It might not even be the, the chorus. It's just kind of what sticks with me as the, the sort of meat and potatoes of the song. Well, what I mean is it comes last, right? You don't start a song. Oh, no, not really. No, I used to when I was younger. That's funny. Well, Watt always so I, does it that way. I have to start with a title or I have no fucking focus. Yeah, well, I start with a line, you know, a musical line, and typically it kind of comes from there, you know, like I'll write it down and it just kind of, you know, develops into the song and we just pick a title. Now, some songs like Lawn Care, I didn't name, you know, Mr. Scully did. I was just going to say that that's a, that was a working title. And I, cause I, and I say, Mel, this is a working title. You can, once you write the lyrics, you can change it. At your, you know, first right. opportunity, and, and she never did that. Just let that one stick with lawn care. I, because I, I put mundane titles on the on the working the working songs that, that that they're meaningless. Look, you want to hear mundane? What about song one, song two, song A, song B? That's fucking mundane. At least lawn care is some kind of concept. Right, I, and that's what that's, I think. Uh, no one write, would write a song called "Lawn Care." Doesn't make any sense. <laughs> right, right, right. Well, so well, well, there was a Cleveland band. I think it was a side project of the Parahuu guys, maybe the bass and the drummer, called Home and Garden. Oh yeah, that's yeah. The Mel was in that band. I played with them well, a you, few times. I think I think it was named after the magazine, maybe. Me? Well, oh yeah. Oh yeah, probably. And, and that, yeah. you know that might have um, inspired me, that, uh, unbeknownst to me, um, subliminally. Because I was a huge fan of that band when they first started playing out. <clears throat> Excuse me. And uh, and that, that, that might have snuck in my head. And that's where the lawn care came from. I remember first hearing about that band and like it was like, man, who would call their band that? And then it's fucking Tony and Scott, right? I was yeah. going to say only crowds would do that. <laughs> <laughs> then... Then it turned into something. He got his son to sing, and it turned into like another Perubu, right? A little bit. Well, like, so many different people come in and out of it. You well, know? yeah, and, and there would be like these celebrations at the uh, the ballroom be, be, beach. Oh, right, ballroom. yeah, Beachland, yeah. And they'd have get like like Tom Herman and stuff, and it literally became and, and like I said, the son is like singing the song. He's even doing like banner between the tunes. I, I got some live tapes of this stuff. That's oh, his son Keith, you mean? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. He's, he sort of puts on the David Thomas thing, in my opinion. <laughs> but there's sort. kind of only one David Thomas. <laughs> but it's true, but he's it looks like he's kind of giving it that, you know. Sure, Is that called sure. Club Nights? 
Homeless? Old, old, old home night. I would play with them, you know, at Christmas occasionally for the past several years, but not the last two. But yeah, it's a fun night. All hinging on if Tony Mamone shows up. Okay. <laughs> yeah, of course. All the way from Brooklyn, right? Now, right. Uh, uh, Rooftop Garden, that's the last of the album. And so, of course, I like 11 songs for my guests because I want to bookend all my fucking, what do they call that, bumper? Some shit in a racket. Yes. Uh, and so, yeah, we were two tunes short, but I went and I found some live dual decibel system at the five o'clock lounge. And here's progress report.
Thank <laughs> you.
from Peter show last music for this edition something live from the dual decimal system so this is with no net people okay they get no overdubs in front of folks progress report live at the five o'clock lounge and I think this was uh, two, 2017 four years ago then we had the sleep party people with the antlers Peter Silberman remix of in the morning sun we stand after that, David Gerard and Pete Swinton with The Ruins of Our Lives. That sounds happy. And then, finally, you know, it's trippy, too, because David uh, Gerard, uh, I'm an ambient artist. You know, so I, I guess you can be, like, sad in an ambient way. <laughs> so, uh, you know, with your mouth hanging open. Or and uh, finally, more live duodecimal system, live at the 5 o'clock lounge. 
putting me to bed. Uh, where are those? Where are these two tunes from? Oh boy! Well, the, the progress report is from our uh, our album Slow Wave, and that came out in uh, twenty seventeen. Okay. And and then uh, putting me to bed is an old Miss Melva song that precedes me hooking up with her and playing. I think I played a version of it, and maybe Scott Krause was on the drums. He might have been, yeah. I think okay. you could be right. Okay. Because it, it rung a bell in my head somehow. That's why I was asking about the origins. Okay. Yeah, you played on two other ones um, with Krause and I. That's uh, right. Well, he would flow them to me. That's actually where I first heard about Ms. Meltz. Oh, nice. <laughs> the, the Scott Krause connect. <laughs> Nice. You know, look, it's always about people, right? Yes, but I agree. It's 100%. really interesting yeah. the way things uh, develop, converge, and then diverge, and you know. It, uh, yeah, I say that about this past year, we've we've met so many people we never knew in the sort of music and art scene in Cleveland, and it was really bizarre, but it happened, and just a nice, nice group of people to connect with, you know. And and the one common thing, well, there's two common things. Music and Cleveland. Yes, but it's still, even if you're in the same town and you're into the same thing, you still might not find each other. That's well, yeah, John and I didn't for you know a good you know like fifty years never knew right, each other. Right, right, right. So that's what I, what I was leading to was like the idea of the record store, the idea of the club versus arena rock where everybody's sitting in the dark. You know, the 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 the, the social connect. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, we found out that if you invite people to something personally, they love it, and they come, and they, you know, feel special. <laughs> so we've been doing stuff like that for our live streams lately. Yeah, I've been watching a lot of Martin Atkins videos where he's talking about how to promote your band, and, and uh, that's been very helpful. Making it, uh, You're talking about tr- the drummer man. I think he lives in Correct. Chicago now, right? Yeah, he does, yeah. But he's like, uh, really, he's, he's put out I, I, I think four or five books now. Talking about how, how to make your band less shitty. You know, people, listeners, you probably know him because he's a public image. He's a big part of that third record. And when I saw him play yeah. live, they, yeah, the the one, it's it's almost all drums, right? The little synthesizer. Right. <laughs> it's right. A, it's a, a kind of really incredible record. Uh, I, I like the first three public image records. After that, not, not so much. But man, they, they're way ahead of their time. Why at the same time paying tribute to people like Can? Yeah, exactly. In fact, the first one was in a metal can. I think that's what it's called. I had it in my hand yesterday. It was at a friend's house, and he had he had it. Uh, and it's like that light. It's heavy. It's a heavy box. But yeah, it's awesome. I love that first album. And I, found, the- I found out there's a lot of drummers. Even in fact, because I got to do an interview with the bass man Chaw Wobble, he said he even played some drums on it. But Mark Atkins is a great drummer, man. He had he had his own band that had a funny name. I can't remember, but I think he married a U.S. lady. He's been living here a long time. But you know, you're reading a book on tips on how to make your band. Well, man, the drummer—that's one clue, one hint—is have a good drummer. <laughs> <laughs> the especially, band's only as good as a drummer, right? Mark? Yeah, well, especially with the music, right? Rock and roll. Yeah. Yeah. Of course. Yeah. Of course. Okay, so uh, I don't know. We're all getting going to get vaccinated and safe and maybe back to gigs and you can tour this, but you already got songs. You're, you're, you're working on the third one. 
This is true. Okay. Yeah, that, that, that there's we're on our way to another big chunk of music that we'll put out, and, I'll, and maybe another year, two years. Yeah, maybe <laughs> we'll see how it goes. Yeah. Will, you, will you come on the show? Yeah. Well, now you got better ability, so maybe only one year instilled too, John. But whatever, like Mr. Wells said, no wine before it's time, right? Mm-hmm. Okay. Exactly. Good old horses. But when, when we, well, remember that two buck Chuck screw on, I think Palmasan or some bullshit. Oh right, that was terrible. But but anyway, it's it's the it's the thought that matters. But when you come out with this record, please come back on the show and let's talk about it again. Okay. Oh sure. Oh, we'd love absolutely. to. Thanks, Mike. Okay. Appreciate talking. Absolute, absolute. People, it's been March fifteenth, twenty twenty one edition of What Peter Show. Keep your powder dry. <laughs>